This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Get my gum out. Not my gums. I'm not that old. Hello, my name is Vinny. Good evening. Live and direct from the funky, groovy part of town with the cool kids, hipsters, general bearded masses. It's Vinny White delivering hundreds of watts of audio dribble. Uh, packed with the same wholesome goodness as processed cheese. Found down the back of a couch. It's the Vinny White Show. You can call the show, 416-872-1010. You can text the show on 71010. All right. Um, how are you? How are things? Are you all right? Is everything okay? Over the next hour, we'll be doing stuff and things. Those things are a little bit of election, a good sprinkle, and a bit of what on earth's going on around the world this week. Or what on earth went on around the world this week. Um, I'll tell you what happened to me yesterday. As you get older, right? I mean, I'm doing it gracefully, but there are times I look down and think, I used to be able to see my willy. And that hit me the other day. And so um, so I decided to fight the beer belly off. I mean, it's not massive. Elliot, at this point, could you give a brief physical description of my profile? Oh man, uh, I would. Uh, That's tucked in. I would say you're quite um, fit from uh, the chest region. Perfectly. And per- up. Exactly. And his avoidance, I think, speaks volumes about the fact that recently, the old belly. It's not massive, but it's it's a bit porky. It's the middle age spread, and it's the right time of year. You know, it'll, it'll be gone by summer. <laughs> oh yeah. I just need a good bout of diarrhoea. I think that's uh, always the healthy way. To lose weight. Um, So as a result, I decided to go swimming. And I've been doing it quite a lot recently. And uh, yesterday, I turned up at the pool, which is uh, located, uh, where is it? Bathurst and Dundas, little community centre. In the summer, it's it's an outdoor pool. It's really good, Olympic-sized. In the winter, it's an indoor pool. Um, Pretty good size. Uh, Yesterday, turned up, I said, uh, pool closed due to fouling. Now... At first, I was like, oh, come on. And then I thought, well, actually, I mean, that's, that is worth closing it, if, if that's what I think it is. Oh, it is. They weren't playing tennis, were they? I do not think so. I have a memory from my own childhood, actually, about something like this. Did you? Were you the culprit? No, no. But I remember being in the deep end at a, a public pool mm. and um, seeing um, a log of human waste roll down the, the the sort of incline or the decline or whatever, and it looks sort of like a tumbleweed. Right. What do you mean tumble, tumbleweeds are hairy kind well, of things? Well, it was kind of like it was moving at the gentle pace of a tumbleweed in, say, right. the Arizona desert. They're floaters, aren't they? This one, was, this one hit right to the bottom. Right, which is better, isn't it, of the options? If you're yeah. swimming, you want it. Yeah. I feel like we've got off to a fairly gross start. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, some, I presume it was a child or it could be an old man. You never know. Things get looser. Um, spoiled my day. And the worst thing is there's a poutine truck outside. I thought, well, if I can't go in. <laughs> Maybe that was the culprit. <laughs> oh, God. Right, let's try and bring this up a bit. Election news. Yes, there's one here in this country. So who are you to talk about it, you British freak? Well... 
Oh, I live here, right? Now I've got a part in the process. So uh, with my ever-curious and uh, peculiar minds, I've been listening to an awful lot of questions and not a lot of answers of late. And one thing I didn't expect is who wheeled out the Fords? Pop them back in? You don't want association with them? They've, they've been wheeled out. Although I don't think Harper noticed at first. It was the most peculiar arrangement, wasn't it? Seeing Harper with the Ford brothers. By the way, if you're listening on another planet, the Ford brothers, uh, the, uh, do, you remember that, uh, do you remember that fella that did a crack pipe in North America and uh, did a bit of drink driving and was a homophobic, racist, misogynist? <laughs> it's good living here. Um, now, he's come back out. Um, not of the closet. I think he's firmly in there. Um, and he he was associating much with Harper um, this week. But Harper sort of, you know, like when, um, you know, like when you're going out with someone and they're not that attractive. It was a bit like that. You know, you know, when you when you introduce your girlfriend as your friend and she gets upset, it was a bit like a sort of version of that. Because the association that Harper had with the Ford brothers was like, them, yes, backing me. Who? What, them? You, who? No, well, I mean, I can't mention them, obviously, because one of them's uh, almost definitely a criminal and the other one is almost definitely a criminal. Um, so he avoided questions. And my goodness, is Stephen Harper good at avoiding questions? Questions like this. Hi, Minister. Earlier in the week, you attended an event in Etobicoke where Rob Ford sat in the front row. Tonight, you're going to a rally where the Ford family hopes to play a prominent role in supporting you and your re-election campaign. Now, I know that we have already asked you about the drug issue, but Rob Ford has very publicly made comments that are considered racially charged, considered homophobic, as well as sexist. There's even police have a video of him calling Justin Trudeau a homophobic slur. Why won't you mention Rob Ford by name when you accept his support and... Why are you hitching your wagon to Rob Ford this late in the game? This campaign, our conservative campaign from one end of the country to the other, including in the great uh, area of Etobicoke, which I grew up in as a teenager, is about making sure uh, we keep our economy on track by lowering taxes, balancing budget, keeping our spending under control, helping families, and that's what we're going to be doing from now <laughs> to the election. So does, does Stephen Harper permanently wear headphones? What question did he hear? What was that? That's just a completely wrong answer. It's irrelevant. Just avoided it. It was amazing. We should try that. Uh, have you ever travelled to Africa? And if so, what's your favourite country? This campaign, our conservative campaign from right. one end of the country to yeah. the other, including in the great uh, area of Etobicoke, right. which I grew up in as a teenager, okay. is about making sure... Uh, we keep our economy on track right. by lowering taxes, balancing budget, keeping our spending under control, yeah. helping families, and right. that's what we're going to be doing from now on. Okay. Yeah, it didn't, didn't quite get there. Um, all right, we'll try another one. What's your favourite food? This campaign, our Conservative campaign right. from one end of Got the country yeah. to the other. Yeah, including... okay, let's try another one. Um, sport is important. Do you play any sports? This campaign, right. our conservative campaign, gotcha. from one end of the country okay. to the other. Can you tell me about this campaign? This campaign, our conservative <laughs> campaign, from one end of the country to the other, including yeah. in the great uh, area. Of the I love it. I Just, why are you hanging out with the Fords? And why did you get them jumping on the bandwagon? And why are you tying your bandwagon to theirs at the end? 
Let's just put. Unbelievable. And then, oh, Doug Ford came on. You must have heard some of this. It's amazing stuff. Um, it's just great to hear Doug Ford. I, I like taking apart what he says. Let's actually just concentrate on these words, all right? Here's a little clip of Doug Ford this week rallying for Harper and the Conservatives in the federal election that kicks in tomorrow about the important situation of picking the right government. As we know, we're the most debt-ridden region in Ontario here in North America, and that's what Justin Trudeau will do to this country. He will absolutely destroy it. So let's, let's just break that down. So I want you to pause it after every bit, okay? So start again. As we know, we're the most debt-ridden region. Stop. Right, the most debt-ridden region. When he says region, I presume he means Toronto? Okay. Region of Ontario, region of Canada. Let's clarify. In Ontario here. Right, so the, we're the most debt-ridden region in Ontario here. So here in Ontario is what he means. So just to be clear, I think what he's saying is here, the province of Ontario, is the most debt-ridden province. I think that's what he's saying. Let's just check by carrying on with that sentence. In North America. Stop. What's, what's, okay, so we're the most debt-ridden region here in Ontario in North America. Well, a region could be a town, couldn't it, or a city, I, I, I guess. Are you saying we're more in debt than Detroit? Because <laughs> that's what that sentence says. But let's go on, because I'm sure he'll make it clear. And that's what Justin Trudeau will do to this country. He will absolutely destroy it. S what? <laughs> what? I mean, who, which one of these two is taking drugs? We're the most debt-ridden area here in North America, and that's what Justin Trudeau will do. What? That's not even in one tense. Do it again. What? It would be, as we know, we're the most debt-ridden region in Ontario here in North America, and that's what Justin Trudeau will do to this country. He will absolutely destroy it. So it makes no sense. It actually, I have heard this over and over again. It actually makes no sense whatsoever. We're the most debt-ridden region in Ontario, in North America, and that's what Justin Trudeau will do. So what? And he'll destroy the country. Brilliant. Well, I can only assume after that utter garbage-infused drivel, that claptrap that will fall out the back of a wheelie bin at four in the morning, I can only assume he talks far more sense as he carries on talking. And by the way, there's no one that can change the colours of a street more than Rob Ford when he was out there. I think he redecorated the whole street blue. I presume he's referring to that time Rob Ford vomited after a session on crack and Gatorade. Or maybe you redecorated it with Labatt's blue. It's hard to say. All right, go on, next. Let's just put this into very, very simply. If he was applying for a job, if he was applying for a job, would he be hired to run a $290 billion a year corporation with his experience? I wonder where he got that concept. I wonder if it was from a really, really bad political campaign ad. He's referring, of course, to Justin Trudeau. And just to hear that again, he says, if what? Let's just put this into very, very simply. If he was applying for a job, 
if he was applying for a job, would he be hired to run a $290 billion a year corporation? With his so would he, Justin Trudeau, be hired to run a $290 billion corporation? Okay, let's just get something straight. First of all, I presume he's talking about the GDP of Canada. One would assume. Well, even if he's talking about Toronto, he's wrong. The GDP of Toronto alone is $314.6 billion per year. The GDP of Canada is $1.8 trillion. And if Trudeau does get in, then he'll be running Canada, not Toronto. So even if you just look at the numbers and think that he's making a good point about running a company, the numbers are insatiably off. He said $290 billion. The actual answer is $1.8 trillion. But then it doesn't just stop there because it's not a company, is it? A country is not a company. And a country should not be run like a company unless it's your company, Doug, which I think is a labelling factory, isn't it? Is it labelling? He makes labels. Like, yeah. I think that's the family business. So a country is not a company and a country should not be run like a company. I don't know if, if Doug's labelling plant has uh, retired people working there, children, criminals. Unless in your company, Doug, you vote in the UN, do you? Do you make decisions about climate change and, of course, go to war in Afghanistan? Is that what your company does? Yeah. Do people die in your company, Doug? Do they die because they don't get the medical care they need or they get shot in a war? In your company, your family-run company, do they settle migrants? Do they export timber? Do they? No. Do you know why? Because it's not a country! We're not trying to elect someone to run a company. This, last time I checked, is the second biggest country in the world. It's not necessarily a corporate job. Unless, of course, you think Trump is the man for the job in the States. In which case, I don't know why you're listening to me. Uh, mental. Does a company have thousands of Aboriginal people with no work and a lack of prospects? No! Because... This is a country, the second biggest country in the world. And one that I came to because I like it. And one of the reasons I like it is because it's not run like a company. You people! By which I mean the Fords. They won't go away. Um, let's take a call. I never take calls. And I think today, in this uh, democratic time, we should let people have their say. I've made some very strong points. And perhaps you agree with me, or perhaps you think I'm a snivelling British idiot. If so, be light on me. You know, I don't need to hear that. Um, who have we got on line one? Hello. Someone seething. Sounds like a dragon. Hello, Hello love. Yes? <laughs> That's the sort of call you want on the radio. I don't know if you know, but you called me. Yes, I did. And do you have an appointment? Or perhaps we could talk about your shopping. Yes, I do. OK, talk, my friend. And it seems to me that the whole day around uh, your programme, they, uh, they just pushing people to vote for Liberals. Mm -hmm. And uh, it came to the point... Hey, I'm just going to stop you there. When you say your programme, do you mean this programme or do you mean this entire radio ten, ten, station? Ten, ten, OK, so the whole radio station. Yes. And uh, you brought even Ford's brother to the subject, which is totally unethical and out of the, out of the subject. You just said that I am in the wrong for bringing the Ford brothers up, and that's unethical. It's the second time, yes. It's the second time you brought the Ford brother and the drug and the cocaine and everything. Well, hang on a minute. It, it was Stephen Harper that was endorsing Ford and Ford endorsing Harper this week. That wasn't me. 
Right, and Tudor. So am I supposed and to... And Tudor, he said that he's going to take uh, from rich and give it to poor. It reminds me of some kind of Como regime where I came from, where everything has to be taken for hard-working class and give it to people who is on welfare. Let me tell you something. In order to reach that, first of all, what is criteria for, for rich? People who have house? We have a house, we live in the house, we don't own the house, we pay mortgage on the house. So what to take from us and give it to poor on people who is on welfare? Right. I don't, I'm pretty sure, I mean, depending on your stance, I think it's fairly clear that there is no party that's running to take the houses away from people. Not the houses, no. no or no, the money. Not, not the houses. Right. But to take people, some of their income because they're rich. Right. What is criteria for rich? I have absolutely no idea on what your actual question is, and I'm not sure My why you're asking me. My question is that I would never vote for someone who is proclaimed, take from rich and give it to poor. That's all. It's a, to me, it's a common system. Where's your background, Eastern Europe? Yes, it's your Ukrainian background. Don't you think, though, isn't it interesting that some of the most settled, happy countries in the world... Have you been to that country? I haven't got there yet. Then you can't say that it's a happy country. Well, I wasn't going to talk about yours. If you let me finish, I was going to say, don't you think that it's interesting that some of the most settled and happy countries in the world are in Scandinavia? I think that Canada is a great country. So you're just going to ignore my point. All right, forget it. For it's everyone. my no point talking to someone if they don't. The point I'm making there is that I'm, whilst I'm sure I'm going to get a barrage of phone calls from people saying, you're a socialist. Who do you think you are? He's not Robin Hood. He's going to take everything from me and give it to poor people, just like she warply thinks. The fact of the matter is that countries that have a stupendous gap between rich and poor, look south, for example, aren't very happy. And it doesn't really work out too well. I don't think even Trudeau... I'm not, it sounds weird, because I'm not here to support him, but I, I won't have ridiculous warped accusations like that. And no point has Trudeau proclaimed that he wants to take all the money off the middle classes and give it to the poor. And if taxation is increased somewhat for the very higher echelons of society, isn't that possibly reasonable when the gap between rich and poor has never been so big? Just a thought. I have no idea about Ukraine, but I do know that some of the most settled countries in the world, the most happy and the most the people that are flocking by their millions to get there across the whole of Europe are Sweden, Norway, Denmark, which have quite a good social safety net. And they're kind of nice. They've got a similar climate to us. If you're going to go for a model, do you want the States or do you want Sweden? If you could get the women of Sweden as well, I'd never leave. He made it mildly sexist. Um, my name's Vinny. You're welcome to call this show. It's nice to hear from her. I like Ukrainians in general. They're really lovely people. And another thing. You can't say that it's unfair for me to bring them up. I didn't. That, I'm, only, I'm only reflecting what is in the news. And what's in the news is the Harpers and Ford met this week. Did you see the photograph of them? There's the whole Ford family with Harper standing in the middle of it, looking awkward, thinking, has it come to this? Has it? And Rob Ford tweeted it today and said, uh, yeah, there's the actual tweet. Rob Ford said, thank you, PM Harper. It was great to see you tonight and thanks to the thousands of people who came. Uh, a photograph which, by the way, is very badly cropped and uh, just from a graphic design point of view, should have been somewhat edited. He should have cropped it a bit. Interestingly, Stephen's, Stephen Harper's crop is very cropped. Highly cropped. 
This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Churchill's chewed cigar end. The, the cigar that, that Churchill used to smoke, chewed and all gross, auctioned for $4,000 this week. Bill Clinton's uh, stock must be rising. Um, we're talking about the election. I was going to do a little bit on about it, and then I, I went. I got a bit carried away, but, you know, it's live radio, News Talk 1010, what do you expect? It's probably good radio to get a little carried away at times. I had no idea I was going to be so uh, political, but it does happen occasionally, and uh, I'm quite enjoying it, so let's take a phone call and, and keep this little ball up in the air, shall we? Uh, who have we got on line one? Hello. Hi, how are you doing, Vinny? I'm all right. What's your name? My name's Doug. Calling from Hamilton. Is your last name Ford? No, it's not. Just checking. Never will be. Don't want it to be. Uh, I have to say, though, I watched some of the video clips, and Mr. Harper looked so out of place mm. and so uncomfortable. I can't believe who is pulling the strings that would even put him in that situation. Like, how desperate is he? What happened to his campaign manager recently? Do you well, didn't know? They hire some Australian guy or something? Yeah, and then I, I see I've read a lot of conflicting reports, and that's why I didn't really want to talk about it. I thought I, if anyone can set this straight for sure, let me know. Uh, he's not there anymore, is he? I don't know. I thought he was. Mm, okay, I'm going to reread this. If you're the campaign manager, the Australian campaign manager, what happened? He'd probably say, "Mate, it went bloody crazy. He brought on that drug addict, and I got out of here." <laughs> yeah, um, I, I have no clue. Mm. But like, who is like, who is pulling Harper's strings to do this? Are they trying to throw it in the last few weeks or a few days? My visceral guide is this: love him or hate him, despite every sense of ground of sensibility, there are still, to this day, a marvelous amount of people that love and follow the Fords, and because there's so many swing ridings here in Toronto. Um, and Etobicoke, I assume, is one of them. I think he thought, oh, it's not really what I want to do. It's a bit of a low manoeuvre, but I need all the votes I can. The polls are looking rocky. And he uh, he thumbs up with the, with the Fords. Thoughts? Yeah, there he goes. Either I tied him up with truth and logic and he was fearful, or uh, perhaps I was talking bollocks. Who knows? Do you know what happens to me this week? Actually, I've got to tell you about this. I can't, it's, having an accent in this country can be quite annoying because I was in um, the bay yesterday, Hudson Bay, buying a winter coat. And it was quite a long and painful transaction because I, I had to like do some stuff. They give you discounts if you sign up for cards and I fell for it. So we ended up, you know, you know when you're sort of talking to a professional and uh, you're both waiting for a computer to process something and there's a painful silence. Uh, well, the fallback for me, of course, is is the accent. And he goes, uh, hey, you're not from around here, are you? You don't sound like you're from anywhere around here. And I thought, nine years in, can't be asked. I ignored it. I actually ignored it. I said, do you take debit? Because I don't get it. I don't know what that's... Is that... What am I supposed to do to that? Go, yeah, I'm from London. That's not... Because you didn't even ask me a question. It's just a statement. And one that's so stupidly obvious that I, I can't compute it. When we come back, we talk a chicken that, that's on Twitter. Yeah, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I knew a man with multiple personality disorder. Yeah, he joined Twitter.
140 characters. <laughs> You're tuned in to the Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Yes. Good evening. Nice to be here, as I am every week. My name is Vinny White. If you like, you can listen to this as a podcast. Some, somewhat, somewhat edited sometimes, you know. It's usually about five minutes shorter, to which I always get a positive response. Um, you can find it at vinnywhite.co.uk or you can go to newstalk1010.com and follow the links. You all right, Elliot? You look hassled. Oh, no, I just, hey, it's been busy with the clips and the callers. Listen, yeah. buddy, this is a normal radio show. You need to pull your socks up. Sometimes we take calls, yeah? It's true. When it's... there's an election on, it's not just the witterings of a British man talking about events around the world. This this is hot stuff. I am earning my shillings tonight. Yes, you are. And you know what? You won't get any extra ones. No! But I have got a couple of Ferrero Rochers. Hey! Pay brought them in. She gets a lot of free stuff. Yes. I get nothing. She got, a, she got a stale baguette once. I mean, that's not the highlight, but good. More than I got. She gets, this week, she got an Aero bar. Dark. Didn't even know they did them. Ferrero Rochers. She gave it all to me, by the way. Um, cherry bombs. Mm-hmm. Sour ones. And um, some, some chewing gum. Some gum. Lovely. What did I get? All those things? A Ukrainian woman that didn't really understand what I was saying. Oh, yeah. It's not right. It's not right. Although, I do get an opportunity to promote my company. What's that called, Elliot? That's called MrPhotoCanvas.com. That's correct. Now, what would that company do? I, uh... Oh, see, now now it's like I work for your company. Um, uh, you print photo canvases, you blow up canvases on a massive scale. That's right. I blow up your picture and put it on a canvas. That's right. Pay on pickup. 50% off if you pick it up. Downtown Toronto. I was thinking I need some sound effects. Can you get me an explosion or something? Because a lot of ads now, particularly at this time of uh, insatiable non-stop media and election coverage, you need to stand out from the rest. MrPhotoCanvas.com Yeah, it's a bit threatening. I'll do it. How about when I speak? Okay. Do you need a photo on cam? When I do the website, as I'm saying it, can you do the explosion? We'll see if it gives it more lift. Do you need a photo on canvas? Then you need to go to mrphotocanvas.com. Where, where are you? What was that? What are you, ADD? I, I am playing from a YouTube video. It's very hard to coordinate. I thought you had a grenade in there. No, I I'm don't. I'm beginning I... to wish you did. <laughs> Sadly, I have no grenades. Right. As I do the website. Guys are getting painful. You need to go to www.mr. Play the bloody clip! Photocanvas.com. Don't even bother going it. If I can't even I, get I, an advert right, how? what chance have I got of actually making a successful canvas? This is YouTube. It's like, well, I can't even see the waveform, man. What does that mean? Of course there, you can't see the waveform. I can only see a red line. I'm oh, guessing. I'm, I'm a blind man. I'm the Stevie Wonder of uh, assisting radio shows right now. <laughs> that fills me full of confidence. <laughs> I'm very... I can write amazing songs, but... Oh, I give up with you. I still love you. Thank you. Honestly, the news today, and earlier on I found out Lindsay Lohan is running for president in 2020. Against who? Kanye West. What's the point? Never mind what's going to happen tomorrow. We're all doomed. There's no point. Right. What was I going to do now? Um, right, I've got to do a quiz. 
and I also want to talk about a chicken on Twitter. News Talk 1010, with all the exciting and important news right here. Chicken on Twitter. Um, a chicken restaurant puts fowl to work on Twitter. <laughs> when it comes to the world of animal Twitter, you uh, you can have your Sockington the cat. Apparently they've got 1.3 million followers on Twitter. Uh, there's a squirrel called Common Squirrel. He's got 98,000. Now there's a new one, Betty the Chicken, on Twitter. Uh, unlike those imposters who rely on humans, Betty the Chicken who's Australian, is doing the hard stuff herself. It's for a chicken restaurant called Chicken Treat in Australia. It's fascinating stuff. Um, what they do, they put a keyboard, a wireless keyboard, in with the chicken, and she just wanders around on it and pecks it. And she loves pecking it. And every time she pecks something that's up to 140 characters, it gets automatically tweeted out, so she doesn't have to press enter. It's awkward. Um, her first tweet was um, 79 dot slash dot al comma dot three four six seven. You get the idea. Uh, she's going to keep this up until she tweets out a proper five letter English word. The company says it's a bid to get into the Guinness Book of Records. Now you may have sort of had something trigger in your mind that reminds you of the infinite monkey theorem. This is, of course, that the idea that monkeys could, in theory, if given enough typewriters and enough time write the entire works of William Shakespeare if they were allowed to reproduce other monkeys and fixed typewriters. There's a lot of complications, but, you know, in theory, it could happen. Um, it's the whole concept of infinity. Could it happen? Could you get enough monkeys on enough typewriters typing random letters enough to get the entire works of Shakespeare one day? Perhaps, but I think we can all safely say that the planet will be fully destroyed by then. Um, they did actually do something on that. I don't know if you know this. It was a, a researcher in, in 2003 that tried that out um, with African macaques and um, some typewriters. They put some typewriters in with the macaques, monkeys, and uh, it didn't really go that well. They used, uh, they used the typewriters as a lavatory, um, although it was interesting to see that they mostly typed the letter S. You heard it here first. Virtual monkeys have been successful. In 2011, a Nevada man succeeded in getting a bunch of computer programs simulating monkey typing to reproduce the entire works of Shakespeare, albeit it was actually nine characters long. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, but apparently she's going to keep this up, the chicken, until she gets a five-letter word. Betty did type bum, um, but she seems to be uh, doing nothing particularly recognisable. We should get her on here. You could do a radio version, couldn't you? We could get a few live mics around Toronto Zoo and see if any animals are capable of journalism. It'll be better than Rupert Murdoch's crap. Coming back in a minute, we will talk to you about all things, including I'm going to do a quiz with Elliot to find out if I am super dramatic or super chill. That next. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Thank you for all your texts and phone calls to show. It's been really busy, actually. I haven't had time to take a lot of the calls that we've been getting, but um, I'll read some of the texts now. Um, the Aussie campaign manager left, someone says. He was the mastermind behind the divisive niqab issue. He was upset at, having, uh, at losing this and uh, the fact that the strategy was not working. 
Um, someone else says, uh, Vinny, you're brilliant. All day I've been listening to radio personalities being disingenuous as they vilified Justin Trudeau for being hard on the poor addict, Rob Ford, um, trying to cover up the problem with his uh, alliance uh, with Harper and uh, the alliance um, between the Harper family and the Ford family and do damage to the liberal brand. You speak the truth. Thank you. From my mother. No, it's not. It might be. Um, so there you are. And there are lots of other texts as well that come in. Um, someone says, Vinny, you're super dramatic. Why don't you chill out? And that inspired me. So I've been meaning to do this for a while. It's time to put this to the test. There is an online survey that can answer this question. Am I, Vinnie White, super dramatic or super chill? And uh, Elliot, can you help me with this? Yes, I can. So shall I begin? How many questions are there? I, one, two, three. Just four questions. Oh. Just it? That's four. All right, hit me. What's your favorite food? The options, pizza dude, a whole pint of ice cream, booze, booze is a food, mac and cheese. I can't believe you would ask me that. <laughs> um... Is booze a food? Apparently, according to this quiz, yes. Guinness is kind of foody. It's been it? served to children, yeah. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's filling. Mm -hmm. So is it wrong if I put that? We'll do it. Booze. Right. Okay, so that's that. Next. Your apartment is on fire. What do you do? Evacuate calmly and quickly. Grab some personal photos and stuff and then get out. Smash through the window like a mother bleeping hulk. Do I have contents insurance? Uh, uh, do you? Uh, no. Okay, so um, grab some photos, perhaps, and get them. They're all in the cloud, mate. Oh, okay. So okay. Just, just, I'll just, I'll be off. Can I get? Can I, I'd quite like to grab my um, my Mac, just because it's worth quite a bit. Okay, it sounds like the second auction. Then. What was the second one? Grab some personal photos and stuff, and then get out. Yeah, essentially, I am. It's just that they're on a computer. So yeah, let's do that. Next. Okay. Which Spice Girl do you identify with? Sorry, when was this written? Nineteen ninety-one. Ah. Never mind. Dude, that's just the other week. Uh, which Spice Girl do you identify with? Uh, baby Spice, Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Posh Spice, Ginger Spice. This one time I got stood up for my eighth grade dance and Spice Girls were playing. And then you begin sobbing. Which Spice Girl do I identify with yeah. or, or want to have rampant sex with? Uh, the question is identify with. Identify? Well, I'm not posh. Mm. I'm not sporty. I'm not entirely ginger. Um, what's the other one? Uh, scary. Ba scary baby? Well, baby? Baby Spice. Oh, no, come on. Well, you work with me every week. Do you think I'm like no, babies? No, no I would well, Which one would you say? Scary, I suppose? I guess that would be maybe the closest, yeah. Yeah. What, what does Ginger do? Apart um, from have big boobs? Yeah, covers songs, uh, gets diagnosed with IBS. I think that was something that happened. I mean, I'm not saying I'm frequent. Right. I think we're going too deep. Let's okay. let's say um, scary. Next. Last question. What's your ideal date night? Netflix and chill, a walk on the beach, dinner and a movie, lots of drinking. I don't know. Oh, God, I'm going to be alone forever. <laughs> I, I really want to mix and match the drinking and the beach, which technically is illegal in Canada. But um, I suppose I'll go, since I've put booze for food, I'll go for the walk on the beach. Walk on the beach. Okay, so the answer. You got... You're kind of dramatic. Oh. You, you have your moments when you let your drama flag fl uh, flag fly. Wow, that's tough. But you can also be pretty chill if the situation calls for it. Selective drama is the best drama. When you turn it on, people take you seriously. No. Yeah. You're kind of dramatic as the result. Scientific. How dare you. You disgust me. I'm not dramatic. 
What I I'll never work with you again. I'm so sorry. You stupid, bald-headed. What have I done? Bearded, head on upside down. These are all accurate. I'm going to come in there and crucify you. No. Thanks for listening. Um, good luck voting tomorrow. See you next week. Ta-da.